Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Sky Williams about her at-home vow renewal at Harrington-on-the-Bay in North Beach, Maryland. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose to do a vow renewal at home and all of the Disney touches that she added to give you some inspiration for your own at-home celebrations and how everything turned out. So welcome, Sky. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. So I would love to start at the beginning and ask, when you decided that you wanted to do a vow renewal, did you consider doing a Disney one? How did you choose? Yes, I did consider it. I got inspired by watching the Disney fairytale weddings on Hulu, but of course it's now on Disney+. Plus. I was in such awe of it and wanted a destination weddings and a vacation all in one, you know, for me and my family. I reached out to the coordinators and they sent me a quota and it was definitely out of our budget. But then I considered the Disney Cruise Line. Um, I discussed it with my husband and he was not too thrilled about it, only because of financial reasons and for travel reasons as well. And not being able to have some people go with us because of it being on a cruise, which I totally understand. And, um, you know, honestly, I'm glad we didn't do that part because COVID happened. Right. But... If we went with the cruise idea, then we would have been out of luck because of, yeah, COVID. <laughs> right, right. And how did you decide to have a vow renewal in the first place? You know, when we first got married back in 2010, we thought, okay, we did a justice of peace and we were going to wait a year to do the full big wedding so that way we can save up and stuff. But life happened. I ended up having our first child. <laughs> so... We were like, okay, well, let's wait until five years and end up having a second child. <laughs> so then we're like, okay, finally, let's do our 10-year vow renewal. But then COVID happened. I end up getting cancer. And <laughs> yeah. And then my mom passed away. So we had to set things back, but mostly it was COVID setting our date back because our date was supposed to have been May 20th, 2020, but we had to push it to May 21st of 2021. Interesting. Okay. So then what did your friends and family say when they found out you were finally getting to have your vow renewal? They thought we were kidding because I've been talking about it for years. They were like, oh yeah, we'll see it when we believe it. Like one of my close friends was like, you know what? You made me RSVP this wedding 10 years ago and I'm still <laughs> waiting for it. But now it finally happened. You know, everybody was so excited and happy. And then on top of that, I guess it happened at the right time because some things were opening back up and it was just a kickoff for the summer. 
Great. That's great. Now, how did you choose your venue for the vow renewal? I basically was looking for like this fairy tale look, uh, whether it would be like some dreamy street lights or, or like a whimsical garden or in, anything that was unique destination wise. And Instagram was definitely my best friend in finding most of my vendors. Pretty much search hashtags like DC, Maryland, Virginia venues and anything that had. I also hashtag like Disney inspired weddings. So anything you can think of regarding weddings, I just pretty much hashtagged it on Instagram. And there were two places in DC that I really did love. One of them was the district winery and the other one was toolbox. But I was thinking about my guests with dealing with parking and looking for areas that were scenic for pictures. So after searching so many places, I found Harrington on the Bay and booked a tour as soon as possible. It's definitely a hidden gem in Merlin. I got the look of a destination wedding in my backyard, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to be there? Planning before COVID, we were looking at around 140 people, including children. But we definitely wanted to drop our numbers because of costs. So we opt for a no children policy and pretty much predicted who would likely come. And to keep it more local, we only invited like a handful of family that were from out of state. And only two of those families showed out of a bunch of family members that we did invite. Overall, we had about 102 come and 13 did not show. And a handful that didn't RSVP filled in for the ones that didn't show. Luckily, it all worked out to where, you know, (laughs) hey, we can fill in the slots for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Did you use the services of a wedding planner or a coordinator for your vow renewal? I didn't. The only thing we had was a day of coordinator, but I planned everything myself. Everything. I, I did it all on my own. But um, at least my coordinator, she basically directed us on where to go and what time we need to be somewhere for pictures and making sure everything ran smoothly for our guests. And so we're going to talk in a second about all of these DIY Disney touches you added. How did you get those put out where they belonged? I had a couple friends you know, set up the venue with pretty much the groom party. My husband and all of our groomsmen pretty much set it everything up. I told my husband the night before, hey, this is how this is supposed to be set up. (laughs) Here's a picture. Here's your reference. There you go. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, I think pictures are really helpful. So can you tell my listeners a little bit about all of the Disney touches that you added and the DIYs that you did for your event? Yes, absolutely. I don't even know where to start. There was a lot of touches that we did do. One of them was our invitations. We used Vistaprints. And on them, they had like a castle. So that can be like representing, you know, Cinderella's castle, Sleeping Beauty's castle. For our groomsmen, I replaced a boutonniere for Disney pins. I've been collecting pins. So I figured why not add that as a peekaboo touch since we're budgeting with our floral arrangements. Each groomman had different pins. Other touches that I had were our guest book. It was a poster board for everyone to sign. And it also had a castle on it. I got that from Etsy. I made a string like 
floral pumpkin to sit next to the guest book. I had made some Disney themed lanterns with most of the Disney couples and I painted some wooden dolls of things that represented the movie, like an apple for Snow White and Ray from Princess and the Frog. <laughs> On our seating chart, I drew a little Mickey Mouse emblem in between my name and Corey's. And for my bridal pictures, I had a, a, like a mini Mickey Mouse glass slipper ornament paired with my necklaces. And for the ceremony, I had classical Disney music playing during the prelude. And just before everyone walked down the aisle, I had A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes by Sabrina Carpenter. And our cake had a watercolor castle painted on it. And also, my husband, he made our photo booth. So we definitely, I made some props and I also bought some props from Party City that were Disney and he bought a backdrop from Amazon that had like a castle that kind of represent Disney and a few little peekaboo props, like toy props. <laughs> and our photographer, she sprinkled with a little bit of Disney magic only because she photographed Danielle Fishhouse. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. But if, if you know Topanga from Boy Meets World, she photographed her wedding <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes. Tying in all together. <laughs> like that is so cool. I was like blown away. I was like, it's Topanga on her Instagram. What? <laughs> and the other thing for our website, instead of for people to RSVP, since we didn't want to do mail we wanted to just let everybody RSVP through the With Joy app. And my husband made fun of me because to answer like questions that anyone could possibly have, I wrote Disney lyrics down. Like for the no kid policy, <laughs> I put Mother Knows Best from Tangle. And I put little snippets of her lyrics into the answer. And then I followed up with like, hey, we adore the littles, but keep them safe at home and made a huge headline that says, you know, no children. This is an adult affair. Okay. Interesting. Now, did you get any feedback from your guests on the Disney aspects of the wedding? Cause I know a lot of times people are worried that people will say, you know, Oh, this is a kid's birthday party or whatever. So did anybody give you any feedback? Oh yes, absolutely. We, we had a lot of compliments from everyone, especially regarding the photo booth. Everyone had a, a great time with that. And, along with the lanterns. It was just subtle Disney stuff. It wasn't just loud in your face. People would say it was very classy of me to do, <laughs> even <laughs> though they were like, "Host, we know Sky. She loves Disney. So we're going to figure out what this is going to be about. But it came together all nicely. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? The most important was our photographer, DJ, and food. Lucky for us, our venue had everything in-house from food, open bar, and the linens. So we didn't have to look around and budget for that. Flora was the least important thing to me because I honestly don't like flowers. <laughs> I just couldn't justify paying so much on flowers that were just going to last for a day. Even though they look fabulous and they really do set the tone, 
the only time I had real flowers was on our arch and was, and it was broken down to be on our sweetheart table and a few of our guest tables. And I definitely save my flowers so that way I can press them into a picture frame so I can showcase them in my home. So it's like a little keepsake for us. Another thing was our wedding date. Our actual wedding anniversary is June 18th, but we renew our vows on May 21st because of pricing. Wedding season, it pretty much starts in June all the way to November. And the price is tremendously different from winter and spring weddings. So we definitely saved on that. We got lucky and had a hot, beautiful day in May. (laughs) Very sunny. So if anybody wants to get married, May is the time to do it, even though sometimes it might rain. But, you know, good weather and the prices are totally different from having it in June. That's wonderful. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your vow renewal day? I have quite a couple. My first one is our middle daughter losing her first tooth. (laughs) Right. She comes to me while we're getting dressed saying, mom, my tooth is loose. And I'm like, okay, well, do you want me to take it out? And she's like, yeah, take it out, take it out. (laughs) So this is my crazy kid. So I'm down, you know, to take out this tooth so I pluck it and I miss and she's like cheesing away while blood is just running down her mouth and she's like did you get it and I'm like no I missed so let me do it again and she got all excited it finally came out and she just shouts yes now I get money and cake today (laughs) (laughs) so that's the start of one of the good memories and then another was this is one I would probably cherish the most is the fact that my husband and I met halfway and walked down the aisle together. So originally my mother was supposed to walk me down the aisle, but unfortunately she passed away. So the other option was to have my grandmother walk me down, but I opted out of it because I just wanted to cherish my mother and honor her by just walking by myself and she just be with me in spirit. So I just made a decision, okay, I'll walk by myself. But then the day before on our rehearsal day, I had this crazy idea that Corey and I would just meet halfway down the aisle and then we just walk down to the altar altar together. I figured we're already married and our marriage was a partnership. We do things 50-50. We've gotten this far in our marriage. Why not continue to keep going? So it was a symbol for us continuing our love and walking towards the future together and with many more years to come. That's wonderful. So for that, that was a fairy tale for me. (laughs) (laughs) It was very impactful for us. And then there was like no dry eye. (laughs) Everybody was like, oh my goodness, we've never seen anything like that happen before. (laughs) So it was a, a great moment for that. And then also our vows. My husband, he has a way with words. I am not a person with words. (laughs) My vows would have been like 10 out of 10, we'll recommend. Hmm. But he made everybody cry. And I did all my crying the day before, (laughs) reflecting on everything. And to see him tear up made my day. Another memory 
that I also cherish is uh, my mother and daughter dance. I danced with my grandmother, and while I was dancing with her, I had a tribute video play in the background of us dancing and all of my children joining with me to dance with me. Mm-hmm. So it was bittersweet. And yeah, that was the memories. That's wonderful. Was there any aspect of the vow renewal that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? Our time with the photographers. I wish we had more time to capture and plan out certain shots, but in the end, the pictures turned out phenomenal. And our DJ, I wish we had more time to dance and listen to the recommended music that our guests have asked for on the RSVPs. But overall, I think everyone had a great time. Oh, that's interesting. You had your guests select music when they returned there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because I'm like, hey, let's get everybody on a dance floor. Tell me what you like. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Is there anything you would do differently knowing what you know now? There are a couple things I would have done differently. I would have probably started it on time. Unfortunately, our time was cut short because of my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law coming in late. My husband was supposed to walk his mother down the aisle with my grandmother to start the wedding off. But unfortunately, they showed up really, really late. Mm. (laughs) So that cut into our time. And when I was about to say, come on, let's get this show on the road, that's when they finally showed up, which I'm glad it happened that way because now she can be a part of it. But, you know, it was just it pushed everything back as far as not being able to get the shots that we wanted from our photographer, the music for the reception being short, just everything seemed like it was being rushed in a way. I also wish I could have gotten a videographer for our vows, but at the same time, everyone has cell phones, so some people capture a little bits of it, which is fine too. And then I would have made a better plan to make sure the decor was executed the way I envisioned it. Even though my husband and his roommate did a great job setting up and stuff, there was a little bit of things that wasn't done, like the candles being lit at some of the tables and stuff. But I wouldn't hold them account for that. That's something that the Vingy would probably have, have done. And another thing I wish I could have done differently is tell my guests to let me eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> these are people that we see all the time so they were like congratulating us and I'm like hey you see this every day let me eat so I wish I could have had you know moments of just eating the food that I pay for (laughs) (laughs) and then you know I kind of wish that we could have done the Disney cruise line because the amount of money that we spent it was like the same amount that we pretty much paid for the wedding Mm -hmm. And at least we would have got a vacation out of the Disney cruise. (laughs) Right. That's a good point. Do you have any other tips or advice for future couples who might want to incorporate Disney into their wedding or their vow renewal, but they're a little worried that people will, you know, say, oh, it's going to be like a kid's birthday party. (laughs) Yes. um, My advice is keep it simple. Figure out what theme you're going for and stick with it. Whether it be Disney couples, Star Wars, or just a movie you both enjoy. Just keep, just give it a little bit of that Disney magic, little sprinkles, keep it elegant, unless you want a full-blown Disney wedding, like go for it. 
my vision was just Disney couples and the happily ever after theme, something whimsical, but also modest. You can sprinkle Disney onto your tables, bouquets, cakes, first dance, photo booth, or even your favorite signature drink or food. Use Pinterest, YouTube, Instagram to get ideas. But if you do find an idea that you like, stick with it. Don't look for anything else because you're going to drive yourself crazy. (laughs) 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 Yes, because it's like everybody's like, oh, I got time. I want to change my theme. It's like, no, because once you change it, you're going to look at something else and be like, oh, I want that. Just stick with what you got. (laughs) (laughs) And then just figure out what your budget is, make a list of what you need, especially if you're crafting everything by yourself like I did. Michaels and AC Moore was my best friend. I I lived there. <laughs> they knew me by name. <laughs> <laughs> and don't be afraid to ask for discounts. Uh, trust and believe there's places that provide it, especially if you're military or if you're a teacher. They have teacher and military discounts. Shop online. Sometimes it's cheaper than going to the store, but of course, you know, there is the shipping fee and of course the dollar store. Chef's freaking kiss. <laughs> You'll be surprised what's at the dollar store. And yeah, I made my bridesmaid bouquets out of dollar store flowers and solar wood flowers. <laughs> and that roughly cost me around a hundred and twenty bucks. And I made eight hoop bouquets so I didn't want the traditional round bouquet I wanted something different for my bridesmaids especially for them to keep as a keepsake so why not make a hoop bouquet it can turn into a wreath later (laughs) oh that's a good point yeah yeah so you can just hang it up keep it moving (laughs) well Sky I think you've offered a ton of great advice for anyone who's interested in having an at-home Disney themed wedding or vow renewal and I appreciate your taking the time Thank you so much for having me. And this was a whole lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>